Welcome to Buy the Books, the podcast helping business owners navigate the complex world of business, tax, and bookkeeping. Now, to the owner and president of Secline, Lindsay Klein. Thank you for joining us today. This is Lindsay Klein with Secline, honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time. I am here today with Jennifer Loading, who is a mindset coach, a blogger, a speaker, an author, and the host of the Starter Girls podcast. Thank you so much for joining me today. It's awesome to have you. Yeah, thanks, Lindsay. Thanks for having me here. So we met... I don't know, maybe two or three months ago at a networking event. And I always seem to gravitate towards the coaches because you guys always seem to have a dynamic presence in the room. And of course, you were no exception. So I remember just kind of latching onto you like a sponge, like, oh, I want to I want to be next to this girl. She's <laughs> fascinating. So I, of course, every time I talk to you, learn something new and you always get me thinking, which I love. So today you have an interesting topic. Tell us. What do you want to talk about today? I do. Today, we're going to talk about how to slay your day to master long-term success. Nice. So, yeah. And first of all, I also want to say that, you know, when you talk about meeting coaches, I'm the same way, too, because I tend to gravitate towards them as well, just because they have this, I I think it's that energy, that positive vibe that kind of um, just resonates. And and I I don't know about you, but like I always say, I'm an energy feeder and an energy giver. Mm -hmm. So I naturally gravitate towards people who kind of exude that energy. And it's like I can spot them like, you know, with radar. (laughs) There's my person I need to talk to. (laughs) Yes, exactly. So I get what you're saying is what I'm saying. Yes, exactly. So how does one slay their day? Well, you know, first of all, in talking about that, I think when we're talking about, you know, like entrepreneurs and business people, a lot of times we think about the usual things of, you know, looking at our goal sheet, looking at our to-do list, having our strategy. But I always say it goes a little deeper than that. And really, a lot of my work comes from my own personal journey, right? It comes Mm -hmm. from me having to go through my own health crisis and really stepping into that and looking at, you know, this resonating pattern that was going on for me, which was I was constantly chasing crisis and I was constantly chasing goals. And if you've ever done that, I mean, think about this. If you've ever done that, like you have this really big goal you go after, right? And when you hit the goal, what happens? You get super excited, right? Because you master the goal. And then all of a sudden, this reality sets in. It's almost like a depression because you go, okay, that's over. Um, What do I do now? Mm. Like, how do I top that, right? Mm. And so when I went through this whole process of this crisis, this health crisis, which is a whole other broadcast, but when I went through that, I really realized that I had this pattern of doing this. I was either right in the middle of this massive goal that I was trying to achieve, or I was in the middle of a crisis, and it was interchangeable back and Mm. forth. And so really, that was kind of my journey that I went through that taught me how to become more aware of practicing in the day, enjoying the day, the process, so that when those big victories happen, they're really just icing on the cake. You've learned to navigate and be excited all the way through that journey. And so I talk about this whole slaying your day, you know, to master this long-term success so that instead of waiting for those big moments, you're having moments all the way through the process, right? And so there's a lot of different things, you know, I talk about all these habits, but, you know, a couple different things that I talk about. One is really just learning how to expand the mind. I'm a big believer in reading. And when I say expanding Mm -hmm. the mind, that's, you know, yes, listen to Lindsay's podcast. (laughs) Listen to anybody's podcast that gets you fired up, you know, audio, audio books, reading, um, anything that is going to really just help you expand your thinking. Mm. Okay. And, and that, that is, that's one of the things I talk about. The other thing is really just sitting down and taking the time to strategize your day, you know, get a to-do list. What is the one thing that you can do from where you are right now 
with what you have mm. to get you closer to that goal. So many times we look at these big goals and we go, okay, that's huge and unattainable because we just don't see ourselves in that position. But what is something you can do right now with what you have from where you are that can get you closer to that? Mm. You know, backpedal that back, take it back, that big goal, backpedal it back a little bit further and a little bit further and a little bit further until you can see that one thing. So really, you know, reading to-do lists are important. Affirmations are important. You know, how can you wrap your big goal around this vision, get this vision statement for yourself that you can look at every single day. And I talk about sticking that thing on your mirror, stick it on Uh. the front of your computer, put it, put it on the refrigerator, you know, wherever you are going to see that thing. And then of course there's a whole list of these. I've got like about seven or eight of these that I talk about in my book and funny, I wrote my book and um, after I did that, I developed more and then I thought, okay, I need to do a (laughs) (laughs) 2.0. So there's a lot of things that, you know, that you can do to really help you master that that day. So what are some examples of affirmations that you do yourself? So affirmations, I, you know, I have one that I do on my podcast each week. I'll oh. t- and if you haven't listened to my podcast, it's my favorite. I open up with it before I bring my guest on every week, but it's today is a great day to be brave. You might as well start now. You have the power to change your circumstances any day you decide. Let today nice. be that day. Rise up, be amazing, be you, do you. That's awesome. I yeah. like that one. That's mine. Now, affirmations have to be yours because, you know, really when I tell people to create affirmations, they need to be really a vision of where you see yourself. That's mine's a little bit more of a mantra, but an affirmation's really where do you see yourself going, right? Your long, your big vision, pull it back into the present. So it may be, you know, I am the super sided Lindsay Klein, rocking my business, you know, making six figure income, whatever that looks like for you, but pulling it into the present. Oh, interesting. So So you're taking what you want to be in the future and speaking it as if it's happening now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because the, the brain is a really tricky thing. You know, we what we believe becomes our reality. And so whatever we're feeding into our subconscious every day, Mm -hmm. we're acting out. And so if we get, I'll give you an example. If we get up in the morning and we say, I'm tired, what are we going to do? We're going to confirm that. We got to have some confirmation bias, right? So we're going to keep doing behaviors that actually support us being tired. Mm -hmm. Now we may be tired, but we're going to be more tired because we've told ourselves we're tired Mm -hmm. and we're going to try to prove that. Right. And so what happens is all day long we go, I'm tired. And then we keep doing behaviors that keep kind of supporting that just reaffirms it. And so whatever we're telling ourselves is what we're believing. And so with affirmations, what I tell people, it's not a magical fix. You've got a lot of things you got to work on here, but it is a piece of the puzzle that you're adding to your daily habits that when you get up in the morning, if you're waking up and Sometimes you may not even know what that is. For me, it used to be, you know, something magical is going to happen today. That's Mm. what I told myself for a year. Every single day, something magical is going to happen today. I didn't know what that was going to be. But every day I pulled that in. And so I would wake up and I would just get myself excited at the thought of something happening. So one of the goals that I have had, it's been kind of a lifelong goal, is to lose weight. Mm. I have had a lifelong battle with weight issues. And there are times where I've been really successful, gung-ho, been good for a while, and then all of a sudden I fall off the wagon, right? And then it usually takes a long time before I get back on the wagon. So how can I apply some of these principles to weight loss? That's a good one. And you're so right. And I think, you know, here's the thing. 
when you think of us as human beings on the outside of us, I always talk about this. We have these quadrants, uh-huh. right? We have our health and well-being in yeah. one. We have our business, our careers, right? Vocation. Yes. We have our time and money freedom. And then mm-hmm. we have our relationships. And here's the thing with the mind. You know, we have, I talk about these limiting beliefs that we all have, right? Mm-hmm. And they start when, they, they form when we're a child and they kind of get ingrained in us. They stay put. The thing is, is these limiting beliefs show up in all areas and they manifest in different ways. And people often will say, okay, well, I don't like rejection and that may show up in our businesses because we have to make those calls we don't Uh, like right and somebody turns us down and like oh there's that fear of rejection right mm -hmm. but these things play in our in all of our lives they play in every piece of our life and so a lot of this stuff will intersect right and so with that particular situation you know i tell people really getting back to the core of who you are continuing with the reading every single day the expanding the mind every single day self-help things that are going to get you fired up every single day you know continuing your strategy and your to-do list every day your affirmations if we can focus on working on us those pieces become easier because what happens is you build this sustainable change you do this you know like for me when I started all this I was already exercising because I had been a marathon runner and I had taught aerobics for many years so for me that was very just natural at this point okay, so I'm not a marathon <laughs> I runner. know I know but what I'm telling you is but what wasn't easy for me was reading you see what I'm saying? Mm. That was not an easy task for me because I hated it. I didn't mm. like it. I didn't value it. When I started, when I made that my decision, so like you would make a weight loss, I made reading my choice mm. of change. And I committed to that one thing, every, that one small thing every single day, hmm. that one small thing. And it wasn't to read a book. It wasn't to read 100 books. It was just to read X number of minutes a day consistently. Nice. Okay. And then I just built up to that to where I sort of kind of created a habit with that. And now I know that when I do not read, guess what happens? My creative thinking stops. Mm. And I now recognize that. So for me, it is a, I have to do that. So I look at that very much the same way as when we're trying to do exercise and weight loss is that if we can really get back to the core, that is one piece I talk about is taking care of the body. Mm. But I always tell people, start at the top first, get really consistent with your reading, expanding your mind, your affirmations, your to-do list, because if you can get consistent with that, Hmm. this other stuff gets a little easier. Interesting. So you're saying the affirmations and the reading and all of that will eventually lead to a healthier weight. Yes, because what will happen is you will want to make the change. You will start feeling better, better about it. And you will want to add, because as you grow each time, you want to add a little more to your, to your lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? It's, mm-hmm. it's a process. And I think so many times people get in there and they're like, I want to lose all this weight. And that's why we see these yo-yo dieting, right? We get in and gung ho, you know, but we have no systems in place. And so it's really, I mean, there's more accountability partners, coaches, mentors, there's more to this, but really focusing, I feel like in these steps, helps that make that success so much hmm. easier. Hmm. That's interesting. I'll have to start trying this and see if it works. <laughs> it keeps you committed. It helps keep you committed. Because think about it. If you have this goal to do this, right? Mm-hmm. And you get up every day and you're kind of like, eh, it sounds fun, but I got to do it, right? Yeah. <laughs> think about it. When you go and you put on a five-minute video and you hear Coach Payne talk, right? Or Tony Robbins or... Gary V or Jensen Sarah, one of these people come on and they say something and you get done after listening to a two to three minute thing, you are fired up. Are you not? You're mm-hmm. fired up. That changes your whole frequency, right? Nice. Now you come into this, I got this. That's awesome. You see what I'm like saying? That. So mm-hmm. if you have mm-hmm. these 
steps in place, it makes this piece so much more doable. Okay, so how about whenever you stumble and you do something you didn't want to do, right? You Let's take the weight loss example, right? You're doing so great, and then somebody brings out the cheesecake. Right. <laughs> the cheesecake. <laughs> and you eat half of it. Right. <laughs> and then you get that, oh, gosh, I can't believe I just did that. What right. do you do with those failures, if you will? Well, I think, first of all, changing the way you look at it, because I don't look at it as failure. Okay. I look at it as you had a moment, you probably learned from it, right? You looked at it and you said, okay, you that wasn't. You think. Yeah, well, well, but here's the thing. I think, Lindsay, if you, if you sort of kind of have the mindset of it's okay to do that, the, the victory is the rebound, okay? It's okay. okay to fall off of the wagon. The victory comes when you say, okay, I had the cheesecake, so what? Tomorrow's a new day, I get back up. And so I think that, you know, that's the way I look at everything. I go in and I don't really... And I know this is hard for a lot of people because we try to kind of ruminate on our mistakes and we're like, why did I do that? Which you're never probably going to get a true answer, right? (laughs) I just wanted the cheesecake, right? I want the cheesecake. But if you just look at that and go, you know, I ate the cheesecake. So what? Tomorrow's the new day and pick right back up. You didn't really fail. You rebounded and Mm -hmm. you got back up. And I think that's the lesson in everything, whether it's business, your health, relationships, anything you're trying to do, the victory comes in the rebound. Hmm. You know, I read a book. Um, he was a guy, a guy, a uh, guy that's going to be on my podcast soon. He'll be released. His name is Dr. Rob Bell. He's a famed sports psychologist, and he has oh. a book out called Puke and Rally. And he talks about this. I think I want to say it was a, either a fifty mile or fifty kilometer race that he did, and he became extremely dehydrated and walked off. Had to exit the race. Oh wow! Went back to his cabin with his family, and he heard his kids' voice in his head because the kids said, "You know, Daddy, you didn't finish." And so he kept hearing this play in his head. Mm-hmm. So he showered, ate some food, went back to the race, and finished. Was the last one to come in, but he finished the race. And his book, Puke and Rally, he talks about, you know, it's the it's the comeback. It's the mm. it's the comeback. No matter what you're doing, that becomes the victory for you. So I think recognizing that it's okay to have those moments that we're all human and just say, you know, owning it. I, I ate the cheesecake. I wanted it. I feel bad about it, but tomorrow's a new day and mm. I'm and I'm a victor and I can get back up and get back on on the the wagon. Yeah, I think that 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 is good advice. And if I had the capability of doing that the day after every single time, probably wouldn't have taken me so long to get back on it. <laughs> well, and you know, a lot of times I tell people, you know, when you have a situation like that ha- happen, have a pity party about it. So give yourself a time frame. I say put a time on it. So, you know, in my case, let's say I've had a bad day. I didn't do maybe I didn't do the work I wanted to do, make the calls I needed to make, client calls or whatever. And I went through the day and I'm kind of beating myself up because I'm like, Jennifer, you just kind of suck today (laughs) i own my stuff like i own it right i'm gonna suck for today i give myself a time limit i'm like you've got till tonight to pout about this do what you need to do throw a temper tantrum sulk whatever but when you wake up tomorrow morning it's over like i just i put a time limit so i tell my people that i'm working with a lot of times just cap that and the more you train yourself to do that the easier it becomes to rebound Mm. it'll get quicker and quicker and quicker that's good advice. It's almost like a little process. <laughs> there you go. So how big or small should goals be? I think for everyone, obviously, it's different depending on what they want to do. But I think it should be enough that it scares you a teeny bit, but doesn't make you 
overwhelm you? Yeah, you don't want to get like decision paralysis. You don't want to get something and then you really don't know where to go because you can't see it. You know, mm-hmm. it goes back to what I said earlier about pedaling it to where you can see it. You know, I was working with someone the other day and I was talking about, you know, when I was in um, Mary Kay, I was just an independent sales director with Mary Kay. And I remember coming into the company back in 1999 as a consultant thinking, oh, I would love to be in that position, but it looks so far to me. I just mm-hmm. couldn't see myself, you know, getting there. Two and a half years later, I, I came into that position and I looked back the other direction and thought, oh, well, that wasn't so bad. <laughs> you oh know what I mean? But my point being is that it was those little small, minute steps. And so mm-hmm. I set these smaller goals that seemed kind of attainable. And then once I reached them, that became more visual to me. It became mm-hmm. more real. And so, you know, the goal has to scare you enough that you go, oh, this is a little uncomfortable that I'm going to grow. But it also needs to be broken down enough that you can see it happening because you're not going to know. I mean, honestly, you're not going to know all the hows. If you're, you're, you're not going to know. I, I, I didn't, I mean, if I told you, you know, three years ago, I would be doing a podcast or I've written a book. I would have laughed at myself because that wouldn't have happened. I never even saw that coming. Mm-hmm. Right. But you do one thing. I, I, I saw what I wanted to do. You know, I saw where I wanted to go and I really didn't know how that was all going to happen. It just, one thing leads to the next. So mm-hmm. make them re- real, but stretch yourself a little bit. I like that. So I deal with a lot of business owners, obviously, with my bookkeeping company, um, small business owners primarily. And I assume that you do too. What would you say in that demographic of business owners, what is the biggest hindrances they have that you see to, to prevent them from really taking themselves and their business where they could, where, where the potential is? I think it's limiting beliefs and what they be- they believe about themselves and their business, their worth. And, you know, we get in, all of us get into, you know, business, I think, as entrepreneurs, and we've got this, I got this, rah, rah, I can do this, right? But somewhere along the line, I mean, and it's different. I work with a lot of women that have trouble asking for payment. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's money is a big issue. It was for me, certainly, for a long time. I had to get comfortable with being okay asking for my worth. Like, these, this is what I charge for my services because I would always want to negotiate. You know, I think, oh, am I really worth that amount? And maybe, let me, you know, I'll bring that price down. So I really think it's just these limiting beliefs that surface mm-hmm. in our in our lives. And when I start to work with people and really unpack that, it's amazing to me to see how these trickle in. You know, like they'll, they'll it might be a fear of, putting investing into your own business because you've had failure before like you you've had repeated failures and then they they like oh do I want to pay to have that person come into my company to help me mm-hmm. you know uh, take off some of that workload so that I don't have to wear all the hats in my business well you know if that money if that's going to bring you back sanity and help you be more effective in the areas that you do really well yeah it might be worth bringing somebody in to take over some of that other minutia for you you right, know right so it, a lot of it is is our our value and what we think we're worth and what we think we can do hmm. you know we I, you've heard that saying where they say we always like overestimate what we can do in a short time and underestimate what we can do you know in the, the long, long term, term right we, we think we can do all these things right in the short term right and then we end up failing we get disappointed ah. but then we have this we underestimate what we were able to do in the long term if we just stay committed to that process hmm. that's good you know? i like that yeah i don't have to think about that yeah somebody yeah. i heard that again the other day and i'm like i've heard that so many times and it's so good every time i hear it that's so awesome. powerful 
That's great. So tell our audience where they can find you. Absolutely. You can go to my page at jenniferloading.com. I'm assuming you guys will put the links in there. Yes, but yeah, we'll uh, yeah. the go to jenniferloading.com. Easy. Everything's in there. Um, podcast, link, book. All my information's all in there. And it's Starter Girls is the name, right? Starter Girls is the podcast. Where can they find you on Apple? Yes, Starter Girls is everywhere. We okay, okay. <laughs> we're all over. We we do have a YouTube page, and then of course iTunes, Spotify. But if they go to the jenniferloading.com, there's a link to that. Okay, as well. nice. So. And spell loading because I know it's a, sure it's a unique spelling. Yeah, it's L O E H is in Harry, D is in dog, I N G. Nice. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining me today. That this has been good. Thank you, Wendy. As always, I am enriched by talking with you. It is so fun. I appreciate I was, that. Yeah, you're fun. I love and, t- chatting with you. Me too. And I am Lindsay Klein with Sakline, honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time. You can find me at info at sakline.com or our website, S-A-K-L-I-N-E, sakline.com. Thank you so much for joining us today. Until next time, have a great week, everyone. By the Books is presented by Sakline, honest, accurate bookkeeping performed on time. For more information on Sakline services or to get a hold of Lindsay, visit sakline.com or email info at decline.com. The information provided on this website and podcast does not and is not intended to constitute legal advice. Instead, all information, content, and materials available are for general information purposes only. Information provided by Secline may not constitute the most up-to-date legal or other information. Listeners should contact their attorney to obtain advice with respect to any particular legal matter and should refrain from acting on the basis of this information without first seeking legal advice from counsel in the relevant jurisdiction. Only your individual attorney can provide assurances that the information contained herein and your interpretation of it is applicable or appropriate to your particular situation.